it's March Madness. Tonight, we're going to go in on it because you know that party starts tomorrow here on RSG One Mic. This thing right here is for my people's in the streets. Yes, yes, today. Yes, yes, today. You know, as we start this show, this one mic. Here we There is a pause. Throughout the stadium, as this man sounds like he just coughed up a lung. They're looking around, the jumbotron shows and pans the cheerleaders, and as it goes down each cheerleader's face, each one breaks up into laughter, which at this particular time destroys half the stadium. The other half is still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Does this guy need? Uh, CPR or something And then at that particular time I lost it <laughs> Devon Yes, yes, yes Today Phoenix is another place They got a great uh, training staff I mean they, they were able to breathe life back into Shaq And if you can do that you know, People talk a lot about their <laughs> training staff Yes, yes, today you know, as we start this show, this one mic. Welcome to RSG One Mic. All our callers and hosts are brought to you by our good friends at Carbonwell Health, your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Go to CarbonwellHealth.com to connect with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and his staff to learn more about lifestyle, uh, fitness, health, and beauty. Um, and let them know that the folks from the Real Sports Guys sent you. Well, you know what time it is. The RG Tourney Challenge brackets are out. People are beginning to populate. There's a little buzz. We've got a couple games in the bug. It's March Madness time. And so, you know, tonight we're going to spend a lot of time talking about March Madness. But, you know, in our opening mic uh, segment, we spent some time, you know, traveling around the sports world a little bit. Um, and we'll we'll do that. Uh, but before I do that, i got to come with my guy in the pick and roll. You know, he's like Tom Malone, uh, my man, Big Bang Hank. How you doing, Hank? Hey, I'm feeling good. Hey, I've been pumping the iron, man. I'm, in, I'm down in the paint. Feed me the rock. I'm feeling good. It's March oh, yeah, Madness. Hey, it's March Madness, baby. It's on. It's popping. You know, I'm ready to take some I'm ready to take some, some heat down in the paint and bring it like we used to do it old school. That, that's it, that's it, that's it. We got a power-packed show tonight. You know, we'll do the opening mic segment where we'll cover a number of things in sports. Um, and then uh, we uh, have the pleasure of uh, having a new sponsor for our RSG Challenge. Um, if you go to our Real Sports Guys Facebook page, you should see um, uh, a uh, post for the RSG Challenge. You can get in there. And the way it works is that, you know, um, you just can't get first, second place. If one of the RSG guys, so if Hank ends up in first place, then the first place prize is no longer available. If three of the RSG personalities take first, second, and third, then we're not giving out anything. You just got to be better than us. So we might get our first and third place prize, but we do have a new sponsor, Orange Street uh, uh, Storehouse, uh, to be part of this along with Carbon World Health. 
and uh, we're going to have Michelle Capers who will come in on, and she's going to tell us a little bit about their company. Uh, we're always good and uh, glad to partner with folks who are trying to grow like us, and it's going to be Wu-Tang uh, with us, you know, the collective kind of going together. So we, we're excited to hear a little bit more about her company uh, as she uh, is joining this RSG journey with us. Um, and, you know, um, and then, you know, we're going to hit mostly on, on this madness um, and have a good time. Uh, usually, you know, you might hear uh, Marcus and Phil uh, on the show. You will definitely be over the course of the tournament, uh, the big show, doing some reflections on that, um, you know, talking about that. We'll hit some of the items that we normally hear. Hank and I will talk about can't trust the list because um, we want to get a sense of what Hank. I think Hank, you know how Hank is. Hank might put a new twist on that. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, that we'll be doing in the cipher. Our cipher will be focused on March Madness um, uh, as well. So we got a lot going on, uh, but we want to start with some other things in sports. Hank, man, some folks got paid this week. Just got paid. Yes, they did. Man, <laughs> these quarterbacks, and we didn't even talk about the top flight quarterbacks. Everybody else well, get these guaranteed contracts. What's up with these NFL owners? I thought Mark Cuban got an NFL team. Like, they, they spending money like they NBA owners. What's going on, man? You know what? That's a good question. I think that what we saw was uh, in the Super Bowl, okay? I mm. think you can a lot of this money moving around to Nick Foles, okay? Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl for uh, the Eagles, all right? In the era of the quarterback in the NBA, where you've got your Tom Brady's, you've got your Drew Breeses, and these, and these franchise quarterbacks. Now you're starting to see guys say, okay, we got to pay for these guys. Now what kind of got this whole thing kind of messed up is you look at what went on with Kirk Cousins and, and Washington. All right, they franchised him They franchised him twice. By doing that, what they did was raise the value, the market value, right? So they're going to have, so for anybody to sign even a Kirk Cousins who's won nothing by the way, not a doggone thing, but he was going to have to get paid. Unfortunately, what the league did, what these owners did, was by doing it with that player, they set they set the market, they set the market, and the other players and their agents, I don't blame them. A Case Keenum, Case Keenum was like, hey, whoa, look, look what I did with the Minnesota Vikings without. Their star running back. We had one of the best offenses in the league, along with the best defenses, while I was playing for the entire year. All right? So you had a Case Keenum, a Nick Foles, and now the market is all screwed up. All right? The quarterback market is already going to be set by your Drew Breeses and your Tom Brady's, right? So now you're trying to get multiple years. And now with nothing being guaranteed, that's where the guaranteed money is now, or the signing bonus money is starting to really get kind of crazy. It's nuts, and you're right. You're, you're talking about you're talking about uh, one and done players. I'm saying who, who can have one and done seasons, man, and making this kind of money. The, the one that we're going to be talking about, though, is the contract that was signed by um, Kirk Cousins go to Minnesota. Okay, that's the one that everybody's going to keep an eye on. The Minnesota Vikings are game away from the Super Bowl this year. Case Keenum, the quarterback that got him there, is gone. Signs a contract going elsewhere, Denver. That's going to be real interesting to see what Kirk Cousins does with that team. Now, they still got a, a great team, but they were a game away from the Super Bowl. He comes in there and lays an egg with all that money. We're going to be talking about that all season next year. Keep, stay tuned to that one. 
Yeah, and, and that's what I want to talk to you about. You know, Kirk Cousins is like his cousin in the NBA. Yeah. Right? In the sense that right. he puts up the numbers, but the team doesn't win. Doesn't that sound like the market? And so, is he guaranteed victory? He's had some decent teams. He did 500. You know, he's, a, he's been the most interesting person because it's like everybody wants him to do well, right? <laughs> it's like everybody builds an excuses for why he didn't do well, right? And it's hard to, to kind of justify kind of what we're, what we're seeing. You know, I kind of like the case Keenum sign signing in, in, uh, what, in Denver. Um, I yeah. think that's a good match for Denver. You know, I think they're getting what they're they're paying for. Um, um, you know, I mean, when you look at the Cousins deal, it's not guaranteed. When you look at the money, you know, it's not much more than what, you know, on average, what, about $14, 15000000 million a year. So it's not like, you know, it's probably the guaranteed aspect of it. But it's like the market for it. You know, if Tom Brady wasn't so concerned about He's almost like LeBron, so uh, concerned right. about championships, you know, which everybody kind of took from Michael, you know, because he's got all these endorsement money, so he's making the money, you know, and so he looks at his own budget, the championships, because he knows that's going to make him more money after the game's over. Like, he'll send his longevity, money he'll make because of the legacy he sets up. I think LeBron understands that. We'll make more up than, than you know, not being competitive, right? So – you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers does. You know, mm-hmm. especially now that Green Bay spent a little bit of money. You know, uh, you know they dropped Jordy Nelson. It sounds like he might get picked up by, you know, Oakland or New England. But it's going to be interesting. Like, these mid-level quarterbacks will go get the money, right? Like the Case Keenum and the Kirk Cousins. But the elite quarterbacks who have, who have, who have greatness aspirations, how do they handle this market? Yeah, they're going to want to guarantee money, but do they want to take up a cash space? When you look at what Drew Brees did, they said Drew Brees probably had like $60 million or something like that on their table, but he took right. less because he also he's at a point in his career where winning a second championship is going to put him in another space, right? Right. So it's going to be right. interesting, even with this guaranteed money, how these elite players who, who also have aspirations on legacy treat the market. And I think they're learning something from basketball. Some of the elite players like Brady and, 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 and Drew Brees and some of these guys are going to learn from watching cats like LeBron, even Kobe, or, or, or the way that Michael did it when, it's, when, when, you got, when you're in a cap-heavy sport. Right. The, I, let me, let me yeah. say this, though. The, the, the one that, that uh, you know, the, the one that gets me is – how is how is uh Sam Bradford still getting uh <laughs> get, 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 getting contracts? Okay. Yeah. I mean that that's the one that, that that I just don't understand. All right, he signs a contract now he's now he's going to um to the Cardinals. Sam Bradford lost his job in Minnesota because he couldn't stay healthy. Sam Bradford came yeah. into the league because he couldn't stay healthy. How is Sam Bradford still getting a contract for doing absolutely nothing in the NFL? 
I don't understand that. If you're the Cardinals, right, you, you're clearly going the other, the other way, all right? This was a team that they thought was going to be a contender. They clearly were not. Uh, Carson Palmer is gone. You need a quarterback. You're not that close, in my opinion, if yeah. you're the Cardinals. Okay, why would you yeah. go and, and sign this guy? Take your chances. If you're going to do anything, now is the time to try to get you that quarterback. Okay, in the draft. There's some nice quarterbacks that's going to fall to the Cardinals. Now, if you want to just say, okay, well, I'm going to get my quarterback in the future, don't sign this man to this much money. Hell, that rookie going to be playing next year anyway because he's not going to stay healthy. Yeah, I, I, you, you hit that right on board. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not sure um, uh, what the infatuation is with. I mean, he's a great quarterback, but I'm not sure what it is when he hasn't demonstrated healthy. I think maybe they think they're going to have a second coming of Carson Palmer. You know what I'm saying? You know, maybe they think that that is going to be you know their answer. You know, maybe they think you know we got lucky with Carson. You know, uh, Cincinnati gave up on him. And then he gave us a second run, almost got us another Super Bowl, you know, or, or got us a run or whatever that might be. You know, they 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 did it with Kurt Warner, right? So I think it's, I, they say we did it twice. Can we do it a third time, right? Well, let you know, me say this. this okay. We know has skill. But you're, you're right? talking about uh, – let me just let me just plug this and I'm going to let you finish. When you, but you mentioned <laughs> Kurt Warner and you, and you mentioned uh, Carson Palmer, right? Carson Palmer uh, left uh, Cincinnati, that foolishness that was in Cincinnati. But he was winning in Cincinnati, all right? He was a winning quarterback in Cincinnati. He was a winning quarterback in um, in, in, in Arizona. He he got hurt, but that team was went with double-digit winners. You cannot say the same thing. There, there was at least something there when you talk about them, when you talk about a Kurt Warner, who won a Super Bowl, by the way, who got another team to a Super Bowl, by the way, who is a Hall of Famer, by the way. You're talking about Sam Bradford, okay? This is just like uh, I, uh, AI talking about practice. we talking about Bradford, man. <laughs> we, we're not, not Warner. We ain't talking about Warner. Okay, we're not talking about Palm. We talking about Bradford, man. Who we talking about, man? Who we talking about? We talking about Bradford, man. Bradford, Bradford, Bradford. We talking about not not Warner. We not talking about. We talking about Sam Bradford, man. Sam Bradford. <laughs> Who we talking so about? You say he's gonna be stealing money. That's what you're trying he's to say. He's stealing money. He, be, he is stealing money. Stealing. Armed robbery. Armed robbery. He should have, his color should be black and white stripe. He a cat burglar. <laughs> well, we're going to keep watching that because, you know, that, that's the thing about these guaranteed contracts. People have been fighting for them. But what's going to happen when you're stuck with that money? You know, and we've seen in other sports. Uh, it, it drags you down. You know, you got to make good investments, wise investments with it, um, and it drag it drags you down. You listen to RSG One Mike. Hank and I just get warmed up here in the open mic. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to be uh, uh, engaging and connecting with our with our new sponsor, one of our new sponsors on our RSG Tourney Challenge. But this is Tourney Night. This is Big Mac March Madness Night. You all see Hank is already warmed up. 
uh, and uh, uh, we're here in the open mic, so you know it's going to be a good show. Uh, uh, so uh, take a chill. When we come back, we're going to keep the show going. Stage left, Tony Cartagena, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Southside, born and raised, UW Badgers on Wisconsin. Mic drop. All right, y'all. Welcome back to RSG One Mike. Uh, this is uh, March Madness time. We already wrapped up, in, in, you know, in our opening segment, Hank was already rolling. Um, you know, we've been uh, fortunate enough to kind of add something new um, every time we're trying to build this show. You know, we've been trying to build this one block at a time one person at a time. We're kind of like a grunge band, like an underground band. Um, and uh, we like to find people who are trying to grow the same way we're trying to grow. And that's a lot of our business partners are, are like that. Uh, we just had, if you check out uh, on our Facebook page, we'll try to feature uh, Dr. Nestor Rodriguez with Carbon World Health, which is recognized as the Entrepreneur of the Year uh, in the city of Madison uh, by the uh, Latino Chamber of Commerce. So, you know, that's kind of talent what we are, we are we're working with. We always we're glad to be partner with Carbon World Health, but we have an opportunity with, uh, with, uh, to work with someone who I think is another up-and-coming entrepreneur, um, and uh, we had a chance to connect and talk during my trip in, uh, in Atlanta and, and just saw that this might have a, a part of good partnership. So if you're participating in the uh, uh, RSG Tourney Challenge uh, this year, make sure you go to our Facebook page. It's, it's posted right there. Click on it and then uh, uh, enter your uh, enter your, 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 your uh, uh, pool uh, into the challenge, and you'll have a chance to win some really good prizes. So we're, we're, we're pleasure. It's a pleasure uh, tonight to have uh, Michelle Capers, the owner of uh, Orange Street uh, Storehouse, with us. How you doing, Michelle? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. We're glad to have you as a partner with us in RSG, you know, uh, uh, and loving it. Um, I wanted to maybe ask the first question is maybe just provide us uh, and some of our listeners with a little. I think you got a unique concept with uh, a little overview of your of your company. Yes, um, the name of our company is Orange Street Storehouse, and Orange Street Storehouse is an online store, and we provide gourmet coffee and loose leaf tea. Um, we're located in Atlanta, Georgia, um, a little bit 
outside, well, outside of Atlanta, about 30 minutes. Um, we're part of the West Georgia community. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, we're, we're making into our main prize for our attorney challenge is um, one of the things you're offering up is a, a three-month subscription to your uh, your box service. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what that's about and what, you know, the if the winner gets what they what they'll have a benefit of? Okay, yes. Last, about a year ago, we developed a product called Chatterbox um, by Orange Street Storehouse. And what Chatterbox is, it's a um, subscription service. It allows you to kind of like test our products. You get um, sample products of all of our items that we have or a mixture of our items that we have, um, including the gourmet coffee and the gourmet tea, and allows you to sample them before you purchase maybe a pound of coffee or four ounce of loose leaf tea. Um, you can sign up for that, and we will send it out to you each month. And you can sign up for a three-month so, subscription. You can sign up for a six-month subscription or a 12-month. But what we are offering is a three-month subscription to the winner. So that that's – and I had a chance to – and this is a woman that knows her coffee. I mean, in a way that – it ain't – it got me thinking differently about what I understood about coffee or tea. Um, and it's some incredible products. Um, I know you can go all day. I've been encouraging her to, you know, get her YouTube channel up and, and uh, you know, do some demonstrations on it, but, it, like, expanding. Like, you know a yeah. lot about this. Um, one of the things that we have in our audience, we have a lot, you know, uh, you know, we'll be interviewing. we got folks kind of who are, for, you know, who are athletes. We have former athletes. We have gym rats. We have exercise enthusiasts um, who listen to our show. You know, are there teas or coffees that, like active folks should be considering are the things that they should think about uh, who, who, when they haven't think about. I know when I went to Carbon to work out, one of the things they used to tell me before I come work out, I remember the trainer saying, you know, do you have any coffee before you came to work out? I was like, I hadn't thought about that. But I tried it and I was like, wow, my <laughs> workout, the energy, something different about it was happening. Are there things that you recommend for people who are active? Um, I think a, a good cup of coffee in the morning is great, and not just a hot cup of coffee. A lot of people, when they think coffee, they think about hot coffee or iced coffee, but you can also use the coffee to make a smoothie or a protein shake in the morning. Um, one of the things mm. that I like to do is use our flavored coffees. So you're getting, instead of running by Starbucks, getting something with all the um, extra calories in it, just make you a nice cup of coffee, put your protein in, and maybe do a smoothie and then add ice to it. That's one of the options for you. A lot of people don't like flavored coffee, but the coffees that we offer is a natural flavor. It's not an artificial flavor or anything like that. So that gives you a boost in the morning, and it also gives you a great drink without the extra calories. Um, that's one option when you're doing coffee. Another option with tea getting your morning started is called matcha tea. It's a green tea. Um, it's a premium quality of green tea above and beyond the regular um, leaf green tea that we have. Green tea, you can have it hot, you can have it cold, you can make a smoothie or a latte in the morning. So that's something that will get you going without having all the jitteries. It gives you um, stamina, endurance, and at the same time, it calms, you, calms and relaxes you. See, like I told you, so that's, the kind of partners we bring in, this is what I love. I love you got me thinking I got to get my smoothie right tomorrow. 
You know, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my smoothie right. We'll get, we'll get Hank a smoothie. We'll get everybody. That's right. We'll get, yeah. Marcus got the smoothie. <laughs> and yes, and I'll start posting, um, start posting recipes. But you know, that's one of the things to get you going in the morning. But you know, in the evening, or if you work out in the afternoons, you get home. You can also have like a chamomile tea, which is very, very relaxing for you. Um, and you can also have this really great um, tea. It's, some people pronounce it rubbers, but it's an African red bush, bush tea. And I had that just before you call because it's very relaxing, very calming, and at the same time, it's sweet without having to add the extra sugar to it. So that's a great tea. Well, it's certainly a pleasure to uh, have Orange Street uh, Storehouse as a partner for us on uh, on this uh, uh, RSG tourney. we got some other plans uh, of some things that I know we're going to be offering uh, the people in our RSG nation, and we'll be rolling that out uh, with you. Where can people find you? Uh, on social media and uh, online? Um, you can go to Orange Street Storehouse Facebook page. We have an Instagram page and we have a Twitter page. Um, once you go there, also make sure you sign up for our newsletter. So any giveaways we have coming up, any um, sales or recipes, um, you'll be able to stay connected with us and find out what we have um, going on. Well, certainly have a pleasure with you. Usually we do a drop the mic at the end of our show, but when we have guests, we like to uh, give you an opportunity to to do that, and uh, we always uh, hold on to that for future shows. So, you know, Michelle, you know, you're here in the RNG. We'll give you a chance to just, at this point, drop the mic for us. Okay, well, thank you for having me. Um, we're super excited about everything that um, you guys are doing. We're glad to be a partner um, with you, and we're excited about um, the giveaways and just putting our products out there, allowing people to um, try. And um, we're excited. Continue to follow Orange Street Storehouse. Thank you for your support, and I um, hope we can connect again soon. There we go, y'all. Thank you very much. That's uh, Michelle Capers with uh, uh, Orange Street Storehouse. Make sure you go to orangestreetstorehouse.com. Um, check them out on all the social media platforms. They're one of our, our new sponsors on the RG Tourney Challenge. Go to our Facebook if you want to sign up and, you know, uh, line up to get beat down with us on this, on this March Madness. Uh, and you can drink some coffee while that's happening or get your favorite tea. Uh, thank you, Michelle, and uh, have a good evening. And I look forward to having you back on the show soon. Okay, thank you. And don't forget the RSG, was it RGS Live Code? Yep, the RSG Live Code. When you uh, when you uh, uh, order a uh, uh, product from there, um, uh, we'll be uh, rolling that out. And uh, uh, you know, RSG Nation. That's part of it. You, you get the perks. You get the perks, but you got to be in the nation first to get the perks. So we thank you and uh, uh, keep up the good work. Okay, thank you so much. Well, that was Michelle Capers, owner of uh, 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 Orange Street uh, Storehouse. Hey, I'm telling you, we keep adding new people to the family, man. We keep adding That's new awesome. people to the family. That's how That's we awesome. doing it. We trying to add some there. You know, I'm always, I'm always in the in the lab, man. I'm in the lab. So, you, know, you you drink coffee or tea, man? You I know mean, I do. You know, I'm old school, man. I and uh, I, I've actually had some of that matcha she was talking about. That stuff ain't no joke, man. You take matcha, <laughs> listen, you, 
Let me tell you about that matcha tea, man. You you could be one of these folks. You done did an all nighter, right? You exhausted. You got a full day, okay? You could take you a little bit of matcha, uh, mix it up with maybe your favorite uh, powdered drink, maybe a lemonade or something. Shake that sucker up, drink it down, man. You going? You going? That's the look at and it. Don't crash like coffee. It just keeps you up at where you need to be. It'll keep you right there. You know that stuff is real. You know, and uh, uh, so 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 Bravo. I'm glad she's part of the team. You know, it, 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 she she picked the right time to get in this because it's about to get live with the tournament tournament challenge. I'm gonna fill my night, fill my stuff out after the show tonight. I can't wait to get started. All right, when we come back, we're gonna be in the cipher. Uh, this is RSG One Mike. Uh, we loving it. A little bit DJ Slick, and then we coming back. We'll be back in the building. Hank and Marcus got to hold up the whole other toe because Phil don't left us all here. 
But last year, he was kind of holding it up. You never know what's going to happen. You know, and so tonight, we're going to go in and try and run through some of this stuff because I got to get a sense of what I'm dealing with. You know, I haven't really gone through this outfit that much with Hank. You know, and so I got to get a sense of what, 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 Hank, is, what Hank is on. And so we're going to run through some, some typical, some of the people who have been part of our show. Um, there's some things that we get into, right, about tournaments that a lot of people don't talk about. They're kind of staples for us. They're kind of staples. And, and I always got to give my, my man uh, uh game changer, Marcus, because a couple of these things we talk about um, are uh, uh, important. So I'm going to change the order of one of the things that we had, Hank, here to kind of get us in a little bit of a flow. I'm going to go with the can't trust it first. You okay, okay. with that? That's fine. Let's roll with um, You okay with that? Because I think it'll get us it'll get us warmed a little bit. You know, I yeah, thought about how it. I got the order. I think the can't, the can't trust it to get us warmed up a little bit here on the dialogue a little bit. I, 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 love, I want to get a sense of who's on your can't trust it list. And this is how it works, y'all. If this started out because, you know, all y'all know this. Y'all get in your pools. You got these teams. Some of them are blue blood. Some of these teams are favored to come in, and they kill your pool every year. And you, you, you go with them because they got you. I give you a team, particularly you know in the '90s. Sometimes, like they won it one time, but uh, Arizona mm-hmm. was that team. They had everybody. An even better one was Kansas when Roy Williams was a coach. I mean, Kansas had Paul Pierce. He had a loaded lineup. There wasn't no way in the world. And they got upset. And I was like, I can't trust Roy Williams with nothing. I can't buy into it. Even though the team looked like it should win, it's loaded. They're going to get beat by Southeast Mississippi State uh, by way of Florida (laughs) in the second round. And it just drives you crazy. A more recent person that was on this list was was Coach Wright at Villanova. They were ranked number one through the whole season for several years, and then he was the best dressed coach sitting on the uh, uh, on the show second weekend. Like he was, he had a they had, they had a seat for him at CBS, looking good, looking clean. With, with some of the top teams in the tournament until he broke through and won it. He got off my list for a little bit. Now, if he don't win this year, he might get back on the list. So there's that coach that you just try to buy into and he hurts you every time and costs you money. That's the can't trust it. It's not the little guy. It's that blue blood who's supposed to win. We had Coach K, a uh, 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 game changer, had Coach K on. Because I remember Coach K, y'all can think about, people talk about how great he is, but they've had some terrible losses. They've had some upsets early that made your jaw drop. You know, and they kill people. They kill, like, entire pools. They kill, like, 70% of the pool because everybody buys into them. So that's the list. So, so Hank, given all that kind of introduction, who's on your can't trust it list? You know what? You, you, you broke that down so well, man. Bravo. You <laughs> broke that down so well. So you know, I you know, I was going to say one thing, but you 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 did that so well. I'm like, you know, I had I had to, to change my pick. I had to change my pick. I got to tell you, given that criteria, given the criteria you just put out there, 
I'm going to say this team is a can't trust them. I'm I'm, going to preface it this way because there are always, when you get to the tournament, it's a tournament-laden team. It's done this. It's done that. It's done the other thing. But as Janet Jackson once said, what have you done for me lately? This team has got to be. It's got to be the Michigan State Spartans. Yes, I said it. The Tom Izzo and the Izzo's and all this kind of stuff, I have heard it for years, okay? I've heard it for years that he would stack that team schedule with all of these thoroughbreds. This again this year. Played Carolina and Duke twice, all right? This was supposed to be one of the finest teams he's put on the floor since he's had Mateen Cleaves in them come down the pike and win him a national championship. Tom Izzo is one of those coaches that all of a sudden his whole pedigree is from something that happened five, six, eight years ago. All right? This is a coach that, oh, his team really starts to put it together right around tournament time. You got to watch out for Michigan State. And every year, D, every year in the last four or five years, they're two seed, they're three seed, they're one seed. Won the Big Ten championship, won the Big Ten regular season. Okay, was ranked number one. Sometimes you, I don't trust them. Why I don't trust them? Because this ain't your granddaddy's Michigan State basketball team. For some reason, now they've been able to be had by teams like Middle Tennessee State and all these other teams. They don't reach their potential. And so now this year, okay, they've given this team all the accolades in the world. Hell. They're playing in Detroit after getting their doors blown off twice by Michigan. Okay? They're playing in Detroit, Little Caesars Arena. Sent my boys out west somewhere. But I'm not saying it for that. I'm saying it because they won 13 straight games by the skin of their nose. All right? And there's something that's, that's lying beneath the surface. Your purists will say, well, you know, this is a team that they, they put it together, boy. They're gonna, or they're going to get the doors blown off again in the second round like they did last year. And everybody's scratching their numb skull trying to figure out what's going on. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Michigan State Spartans.
thinking they're tied to this stuff and they got motivation and they, you know, they ran through the, 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 the Pac-12 tournament. It's Arizona. Sean Miller. Can't trust him. Now, I'm not saying any of the stuff that came out, but I couldn't trust him before. He's had talent. And he's, and I bet you there's going to be enough, it's going to be like 60, 70% of the people are going to have Arizona either winning or making the Final Four. And they got Aiton, they got all this talent, this talent, whatever, but they seem to get outdogged. There's something about them that gets them outdogged. And so I don't trust them. Second team, same team again, different coach. <laughs> it's Kansas. I knew he was going to say that. I thought you were going to say that first. You know, and 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 I'm 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 kind of when I look at my pool, I might even be giving them a, a little bit of room to go. Uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, too. But people are picking them as a Final Four team. Now I can see the best of them will get into it, maybe Elite Eight or whatever. But I can also see them get upset early on. There's a number of yeah. teams that can upset them, not because they're better, but there's, these are some of the teams that to play guys straight up dog meters. Like they're they're a little older, they're hungry, they got a chip on their shoulder, and I can see Kansas lose it, and and they lose on buzzer beaters, they lose on a whole bunch of other stuff, and so, um, you know, Kansas is another team I I can't trust. I just I just can't I just can't do them. I just can't do them. I can't, I can't, I can't co-sign. I can't, you know, Bill Self has recruited again. You know, everybody talks about Duke's talent. Everybody talks about Kentucky's talent. Everybody talks about Carolina. You know, Kansas has always been loaded. And what have you done? Like, he's got a chip on him, but he, this is a guy who probably should have three. I don't think he has three. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Roy Williams kind of got off the slide a little bit because he got, he got his three. But Roy probably should have seven <laughs> with the teams he had. So yeah, <laughs> but 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 Kansas is one that this I can see people fall in love with them, and they're gonna pull it together. And I, I can see them just getting getting disappointed. But the Michigan State one is actually interesting because I always feel like Izzo sometimes overachieved and got the Final Fours. But I think you might be right. There are times when they are they play better when they're the underdog. Right now, people are favoring. And this is where I, some, they sometimes falter. But I, I, I think Izzo is going to find a way to get through. And part of it is because he's going to meet up with a couple of teams that I can't trust that I think he's just a little bit better than they are. But I think your, your rationale for them is, I think, right on. If you think about what have you done for me lately, there is a lot of hype, right? You might be – you're right. There is a lot of hype when you look at what have they really done, you know. Um, and so I think, you know, the Izzo one, that's the interesting one that you bring to the table. If you had another person, who would you say? If I had another team? Yeah. You know, you, you, you took one of mine when you said Kansas. Well, I don't trust we, we double up. We double up. Yeah, we, we I mean we, we I mean I don't up. trust I don't trust Bill Self at all. Okay? Uh, but I've never <laughs> trusted I've never trusted the Kansas program. Okay? They've yeah. always historically if historically uh, had great regular seasons, always one of the better teams, always a high seed, just like Michigan State. But they have always disappointed, all right, always. Even when you thought that it was their time to win, they blew it. And, 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 and they're just that team. They're that team that you just, you, you just don't, you don't feast a famine. And then you can say the same thing 
about about Williams as the coach of North Carolina, okay? Simply mm-hmm. because he used to be at Kansas, all right? Yeah. And, you know, he came through finally with North Carolina. Last year he came through with them. But against the Gonzaga team, how many people, how many people, I don't know about you, D, but I was pulling hard for Gonzaga last year. <laughs> I was pulling hard for them, you know, because that coach just, he's, he's kind of snake bit. All right, he's kind of snake bit. Now he goes to his alma mater and he does better, but still, you 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 think you would get a little bit better from a, from a Carolina team than that? But again, I, I, it's hard for me to go against Kansas, right? I mean, it's you 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 hope they get to the Final Four, but you're absolutely right. If there's going to be a number one seed that's going to, of, of the blue bloods that's going to get um, upset, they're the ones. Yeah, it, it's right. Th- it's right there. You listen to RSG one mic. You know we're in the madness right now. We're in the cipher. We're getting warmed up with our March Madness talk right now. You know we went with our you know our, our staple. You know the can't trust it list. You know that coach, that program that everybody kind of rallies around and they get upset the first weekend and just blow everybody's brackets. So they they get upset that first game of the second weekend. You know they get knocked out by East Little Tennessee State. Southwest region and the sisters of the sisters, and on a buzzer beater, and they just walk off the floor looking like you like. How did that happen? And then you crumble your sheet up because you know it's blown. Those are the teams, and Duke is on there seasonally. Meaning, if Duke don't have a low post presence and they just shooting threes, and everybody's got them as the number one, don't pick them. Right. When Coach Gary has some semblance of a low post presence where they can score when they need to, because you're going to have a bad shooting night in the league. The reason why I sometimes go at Michigan State is because they emphasize rebounding. The reason why Roy Williams is starting to win is because he plays the emphasis on rebounding. And rebounding will always in the tournament help you overcome bad shooting nights because in a six-game run, you're going to have one night where you're not going to be scoring and you just got will extra points. If you can rebound and offensive rebound, you're going to be able to get back in games. You're going to be able to battle even when you're not shooting, and it might get you going. And Duke occasionally doesn't have great inside players sometimes. They have great skill players on the wing. Sometimes they ain't got anybody in the middle to hold things down. They become just a perimeter team. And in the tournament, you're going to run up against somebody, an older team, that that's not going to work with. This team they got now, they got two legitimate post players inside, outside kind of guys. But it's usually seasonally. Sometimes when I'm on the one who can't trust his list. I know Marcus and, uh, and Maurice and them out there listening, probably not liking what they're hearing from me, but y'all just got to take it to the head right now. <laughs> I'm just coming to that too, Sarah. So I can't do it. Now we're going to switch gears here. We're going to do some uh, region ranking. You know, everybody's debating. I'm tired of Calipari crying about his seating. Now, first of all, you got a four-game losing streak down the stretch. You know, Oklahoma, lucky to be in there. So they, they haven't won a road game in 2018. We got a lot of questionable stuff going on out here. We got a Nebraska team sitting on the outside looking in that won 13 games in the Big Ten. We got eight and ten teams out of some of So it's settled. So now we got to look at what's the ranking. What regional rankings you have? Where would you rank region? Uh, what's the toughest? What's the what's the one that you think is the weakest? Even though 
you know, at this time, there's a lot more, there's, there's much more, um, there's, there's fewer distance between, especially these mid-majors and these blue bloods than there ever been. Um, because some of these mid-majors just have older players who ain't scared. You're like, I don't care who you are. They, I probably whip you in the park anyway. So it makes it a different kind of game right now. But when you look at regions, uh, how would you rank those regions? You know what? I've been looking at this long and hard. I've gotten into some debates with folks about it. You know, because when you look at the Midwest, we just got through talking about blue bloods. You talked about Kansas. We talked about Michigan State. We talked about Duke. They're all in the Midwest, okay? But conversely, we just got through saying there's two teams that we don't trust out of that same region. You know, Michigan State, I, when I look at it, I, you know what? I have to go with the West as, 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 as the toughest region. When I look at the West, you know, because you've got a team out there that uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to who's the number one seed, and that's Xavier. You know, they, they, they don't have the name recognition, if, if you will, but they've had an amazing season. They're your number one seed. You've also got Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Huh? I mean, you got Gonzaga. Gonzaga, who who was uh, last year um, a, 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 a national finalist. Then you got my boys, who's been playing out of their mind and playing good defense in Michigan. And then you got North Carolina. All right, that to me. And then you got and I think um, Arizona in the, I think Arizona's out just there too, right? So I mean, Arizona's in the, um, Arizona's in the South. My 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 my, my bad. But my yep. point is, you got you got four seeds right there that's going to make that one really funky. So that one has got to be, in my opinion, the the the, the, the toughest one. Okay, when I, when you look at those teams coming out of there, then I got to go to the Midwest. All right, I think the Midwest is the second is the second toughest. Again, you say what you want to about who you trust, but you but but you still got to give it to Shashevsky, to Izzo, and to Self. All right. You got you got to give them something. Then you got Auburn in there too. That that that's raising a little sand as well. So and then and then let me tell you something. You know, just just on the offset, the Big East is back. The okay, Big East basketball is back. Okay, so one of them Big East teams uh, is is, is going to raise a little bit of hell this year. Okay, so so keep an eye out for that. I think the easiest. I think then then you ride it out with the East, and obviously I think I think the South is the easiest. Uh, Virginia, I, it, it, they should have a walkover, in my opinion, when I look at who, who who's going to come out the east. Uh, you know, um, I know, I mean, I'm sorry, out the south. Uh, the east, you know, everybody, your boy is making a lot of noise about uh, Virginia Tech. And Virginia, Virginia Tech, granted, has had some of the most uh, impressive wins uh, to get them to where they're at. But that being said, in the second round, they got to go against Nova. All right, and and the one thing I love about Nova, they play in the paint, you know. So um, I I I would take Nova in that in that in that in that matchup. And and I and granted, I know your boy picked uh, uh, Vitek, but uh, they got to get past Nova in that second round, and and and, and I just don't think that's going to happen. So again, to recap, I'm saying the West, the Midwest, the East, and the South. So. For me, and I listened to you, I was like, well, maybe I might switch this. But for me, um, so I'll go from, and, and I, I would say I would say up front, 
they're, they're very close. So I think we're yeah. splitting hairs on these regions because this this is what there's been years where it's been very obvious, um, and this year I don't think it's as obvious. So um, the, the region. So the fourth one I had was uh, was the West, and the, and the reason why is I think I love Xavier. They've been up and down in some ways sometimes. Um, but I think they're the, the weaker of the number ones. Uh, although I do think Michigan is hot, but I'm not sure how that week away, that week, you know, the extra week off is going to, to serve them. I think they might still rev back up. You got a really decent team in there. Uh, but, you know, it's their, you know, it's their, what, their first time or whatever. I mean, they're trying to build something there, but you got some talent down there uh, that they're, they're putting together in Houston. Um, you know, with uh, what's your boy, Durter or Dorter or whatever, taking over for, uh, Steve Fisher at San Diego State. You know, he's been around enough tournament stuff um, to know how to do this. You got a Gonzaga. So I, I do think there's a lot there. I think Ohio State can sometimes be a little bit overrated, even though they got they got a pro, a pro player there. They can play well. Um, Missouri's going to be interesting down there. I mean, this could end up being the toughest region because, you know, with, uh, with Missouri and in um, that team beginning to kind of gel uh, uh, together in a sense, um, uh, and, and coming back, it's, it's, you don't know how Missouri is going to play. Uh, but if Missouri is playing like they were projected at the beginning of the season at this point, that could be an interesting region. Um, my third one was the East. Uh, and part of it is I think Purdue is the weakest second one. I watched Purdue play in person. Um, and they do. They, they got Haas, who's a guy that is bigger than uh, bigger than any human being you ever going to see up close and personal. But I'd also think that's a liability sometimes in tournaments like that. He's slow in plotting. I think if you get up on Edwards and deny him, and you got some really good defensive type teams in that region um, that can can really cause them problems. And so you know, West Virginia has had a great season, but sometimes Bob Huggins' offenses get stagnant um, and it can go. I think what might make that region is Alabama. Um, you know, they they are exciting to watch. Avery's got them coming together. Um, they're, they're trying to pull it up and, and, and get it going, um, and they could be exciting. Uh, I think Villanova's just so dominant in that region. I don't see anybody really getting in their way. Um, you know, I, I just think that they got some leadership on that team and, and that they're – um, you know, uh, somewhat, uh, you know, uh, you know, going to be in a position to to uh, to be in a position to really dominate that space. And so, um, I got them uh, at the three. Uh, for two, I got the Midwest, and part of it is, uh, even though I just talked about can't trust, I got these guys in here. You got you got blue bloods. You got Kansas. Um, you got Michigan State. You got Duke. But also, now you got a Rhode Island team that's no joke. That can, right. that can straight up get after it. That Auburn team, um, you know, even though, uh, uh, you know, they they end up um, getting knocked out, has been solid all, uh, all, uh, all season, has been really good and competitive. Um, Clemson's a tough team. I think Seton Hall has some uh, ability. I just think there's, there's some players out there um, that can really make it, uh, having Oklahoma, who you know, I argued against about getting in, but that Oklahoma, Rhode Island, you got offense in both those teams can score. They cause everybody problems, uh, and so 
I think you got some real good skill players in that region that could uh, make it a really interesting um, and, and, and tough region. And then the number one reason I got uh, on here is the South region. Uh, and part of it is you've got a combination of some of the toughest defensive teams in the country, um, and you've got some real interesting um, offensive teams. So Kentucky is probably the hottest team coming in. The, in the, those young guys are coming together. Virginia, I watched Virginia. This is a Virginia team with more offense than I've seen a Virginia team in a long time. You know, Tony Bennett was like, where's the offense? I'm like, it, you know, because it comes from the, uh, you know, his father Dick Bennett coached at Wisconsin, low Ryan all that. Like, there was a time when, you know, if they get down by 10 points, it's like they're down by 15. But you watch this team with Guy and some of these guys, they can score. This is a team that has offense um, like he's never had before. And so um, they're not just a defensive team. They're a team also that has really good offense. And I think that that really makes them a tough team to go. I think Kansas and Creighton are some underrated teams that can really be good. Davidson's a team that is challenging teams in the past. Uh, but Kentucky is, I think, going to be tough. They got some kids with some length. Those kids get after it. Uh, they defend now. You know, Cal has done probably his best job coaching. Um, Miami is great. And that loyal Chicago team is no joke. They got some guys who straight out can get out. It's, they get out the Chi-Town style. They get off you. And then Tennessee has been just tough and tenacious this year. You know, SEC's got some really good basketball. I hate to say it. They got some really good basketball. And then Texas, Texas has got bombers. You know, when you, you got a guy that you just can't account for. You got other – they got some height. Shaka knows about tournaments. He knows how to turn things on in tournaments. He got some skilled players. You know, his um, you know, his team, um, you know, could make a run there. And then Cincinnati is just straight up tough. It's, this is like that old Cincinnati, Bob, ugly Cincinnati, where, you know, UL will be once, I'll help you twice. Uh, you got to outman them. You know, they're going to just get after you uh, all, all the way. And so – I just think this 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 one has some it, you know and then you got Arizona in there. I didn't even mention them. You know as much as I can't trust it, they got a lot of talent. And you got you can't deny that. You know they, I think they got punished at four C because their talent is better than a four C. Um, their talent is two C or one C or whatever. And I think they've had that kind of season, but they you know they're not getting that kind of love. They got a four C love. So you know that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I think what recap here is South. Um, I had Midwest, um, East, and then West. So I, I think that, but I think even our explanations are clear that um, this is, um, you know, this is a this is a tournament that has a lot of parity. You know, this is something that you know even I feel like we're splitting hairs even thinking about the differences in some of these regions. Um, so we've done the regional rankings. We've done the regional ranking. So now we want to go region by region. Are you ready to do that? Can you do yes, that? Yes, sir. All right. So let's uh, let's start let's start in the south. Um, Virginia is like the number one overall seed. Let's start in the south. Take us all the way through to who you have in the final four. And well, like kind of go I line said, by line. Okay. Well, like I said, like I told you, I just felt like. Um, Virginia. This I, I thought this was an easier one, I, and you did a good job. I, you did a, a real fair job, I think, of really breaking down every team. Well, when you look at Virginia, you know the, the first game against UMBC, 
Um, that that's a walkover. They're gonna win that one. This, and then they 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 gonna take it on the the winner of, of Creighton and Kansas State. Okay, and that's an eight nine matchup. And I know we've said a lot about the Blue Jays, but I'm but I've got to pick the up. You got to throw some upsets in there, D. You know, it don't you you just can't go straight down and and expect everybody to hold serve. We know this one. So in my bracket, <laughs> I've right. got Kansas State pulling off the upset there, and and taking on Virginia. Uh, I got in in the five twelve max up matchup. You got Kentucky and Davidson. And while I believe uh, Davidson may make it a game, you can't take nothing away from Calipari and that talent they got in Kentucky. You know, they, you you can't keep getting top five uh, uh, pro, um, recruiting classes and then and then bow out that way. So I got to take Kentucky there. Um, I'm taking Arizona over Buffalo in the four thirteen matchup, and then you got Miami of Florida against Loyola Chicago. You know, I. I, w- I watched that night when um, Miami of Florida beat North Carolina on that last-second shot. That was a very, very um, entertaining game. But for long stretches in that game, uh, Miami of Florida was spanking North Carolina. I mean, they was putting the wood to them, you know, and this was in Chapel Hill. So, you know, when, when you see what kind of talent, when you see what this team is capable of, you know, I've got them going a long way in this region, and I've got them obviously beating uh, Loyola Chicago. We've talked a little bit about Tennessee. They go against the races of Wright State. I've got Tennessee taking that matchup. And we talked about Texas, too. And you're right, Texas was a team uh, early in the season, struggled a little bit, uh, but, but start to find their way. Uh, they're taking on Nevada. They're, uh, Texas is the lower seed there. I'm taking Texas in the upset there. Move on to Cincinnati and Georgia State. Our number two seeds are Cincinnati against Georgia State. Got to take the tough Cincinnati team, and you're absolutely right. They they look like the old school uh, Cincinnati team. So that brings me to my second round, which I got Virginia against Kansas State, Kentucky and Arizona, which is going to be must-see TV. Uh, Miami, Florida, Tennessee, again, must-see TV. And Kansas, Texas and Cincinnati. This is, you know what, I may have to read. When I look at these games, I'm like, you know, you got a point. These are some pretty good basketball games going in. But <laughs> but moving on in that in that, in that that second round, I got Virginia, again, uh, pulling through there. Uh, the Kentucky-Arizona, I'm taking Zona in this one. I think they get passed. I think that with Kentucky, we've seen uh, this year that they've had some, some, some lapses. All right. Uh, in, in, in judgment or something. And so uh, I think the Arizona will, will take that one out. I think that's going to be a very tough game, but I think Arizona uh, pulls that one out. Miami and Florida and Tennessee, another good game, a good matchup. That, you know, um, But I'm taking Miami and Florida again. When, when, when you see the talent there, and, and, that, and again, you, gotta, you cannot just – you can't stick the script. You can't stick the script. So I'm taking Miami and Florida in the upset there. Texas and Cincinnati – uh, I'm taking Cincinnati the number two seed. So moving on now to the um, to the Sweet 16. Um, and moving on to the Sweet 16, I got Virginia against Zona, and Miami of Florida against Cincinnati. Uh, I'm taking uh, Virginia in the in the uh, Virginia or Arizona matchup. I'm taking Miami Florida in a very very close one against Cincinnati, which brings me to the regional championship, the South Regional Championship of Virginia and Miami of Florida and like you said, Virginia's just got they just got the horses. They 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 just they just outscore everybody, just beat up everybody. If you don't believe it, go back 
and, and, and watch the ACC championship game, see what happened against them in North Carolina. They put it on them. Uh, so I take Virginia out the south, as I stated before, uh, to, to get to the Final Four out the south. All right. Man, you got Virginia in the Final Four. Let me run right through mine real quick here. Um, I got um, – uh, so I'll start from the top. In uh, 16-1, I got Virginia. Uh, in the 9-8, I got Kansas. Um, I just think, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, we got Lon Kruger up there. Um, uh, 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 what's my name? I had coaches over there. But I just think that they uh, – I think Kansas State has – has some dogs that I think will do it. Creighton is, Creighton is an interesting team, but I think there is a 9-8 uh, upset there. Um, this Davidson-Kentucky game is interesting. I think it's going to be a real close game. I'm going with Kentucky. I think the youngins get it. They, they're waking up. Um, I got Arizona uh, beating Buffalo. I still think that might be a tough game just because of the first-round game, but Arizona went close. And then I got um, uh, uh, Loyola Chicago against Miami. I got these cats from Chicago, man. Upset, 11 over 6. I got Loyal Chicago winning, um, and I got Tennessee over Wright State. Then I got Tennessee, um, uh, let me keep going down here. Then I got uh, Texas against Nevada. Um, I got Texas, I got Shaka Smart making a little run here. Uh, you got Georgia State against Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati winning that. And I got Texas upsetting Cincinnati. I think Shaka's got some offensive players. They got a big fellow in the middle to control it. Um, and I think sometimes having that, that, that size in the middle can cause problems. Um, he's got some stretch people there. Shaka just knows his team's going to be tough. He knows how to do tournament stuff. I think this could be an upset with Texas moving on. I got Tennessee taking Loyola Chicago out. Um, I got Arizona and Kentucky going head up. I think the youngins, this is where it goes. I think the youngins, I think Cal Perry's got them going. I think they've been tested in the SEC um, in ways that the Arizona players haven't. I think they're going to be up. we got young players like that. They're up for a chance like this. we got a guy like, you know, um, uh, uh, Iden, uh, who was uh, who was playing for Arizona. you got the number one draft. All these guys want to be there. This is a showcase. I think Kentucky beats Arizona. Uh, and then Virginia beats Kansas State. Um, but I think the young is running to a wall. Virginia, they, I think the defense and the offense and these cats are like, we're going to let these young guys do it. I think Virginia beats Kentucky. Um, and then Tennessee against Texas. You got the old Texas coach against the new Texas coach. Is this a Texas affair? The new Texas coach, Shaka, beating Tennessee. Uh, they go up against Virginia. Virginia is reeling at this point, and Virginia beats Texas. All right. Let's move to the West. All right. And just real quick, because we were doing a little time, so. Uh, it's just starting at the top here. I got Xavier against Texas Southern. Obviously, I'm taking Xavier there. Uh, Missouri against Florida State. Another one of eight nine matchups. And again, I'm I'm going with the underdog. I'm going with the lower seed. I'm looking for Florida State to pull off the upset there. And then the in the biggest upset I got on this side of the region, Ohio State against South Dakota State. I'm picking South Dakota State uh, in the upset. For no other reason that I'm not picking Ohio State for no for nothing. Moving on, <laughs> Gonzaga against NC Greensboro. I'm taking Gonzaga, taking the Zags there. Houston against San Diego State. I'm taking San Diego State again with the upset. Michigan against Montana. I think this game is going to be closer than people think, but I think Michigan pulls it off. Uh, Texas A&M against Providence. Again, I'm going with the lower seed and the upset. 
The Big East man is back. I'm taking Providence here. And then North Carolina and Lipscomb. And, yes, I'm taking North Carolina. Moving on to the second round quickly, um, Xavier against Florida State. And as you stated, D, you said you think Xavier is the weakest of the number ones. I think it shows right here, and I think they get upset by Florida State. I'm picking up Florida State with the upset there. South Dakota State against Gonzaga. I'm taking I'm taking the Zags here to move on. Um, San Diego State against Michigan. Uh, I look for Michigan to, to start to find its legs in this game. I look for their defense to get going on. I look for them to move on in advance. Providence against North Carolina. I look for uh, a tough game early in the, in the first half. I look for Carolina to pull this off in the second half um, and, 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 to, and to come away with that game. Now we move on to the, to the, to the next round where we're going to have Florida State against Gonzaga. And here's where I think the experience of Gonzaga getting to the national finals last year uh, pays off, and they advance by beating Florida State. Then we've got an old school matchup in the in the in the um, in Michigan and North Carolina. This used to be one we almost got to almost all the time back in the day. Do you remember that uh, the, the timeout game in the finals and that sort of thing? But I think that uh, and, yeah, and a little bit of this is a little bit of home cooking for me. But I, I, I'm looking, I'm pulling the upset right here. I'm taking Michigan to take out North Carolina. I look for uh, Coach Beeline to figure out a way because they got their doors blown off earlier this year, and I'm looking for the rematch to go the other way. So that brings the Zags against Michigan uh, in the, in, the, in this regional final. And I think that this is where Michigan's talent and defense uh, takes over, and I think they get it done this year. And yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm picking Michigan to come out of the West. Well, you either gonna win a lot or you gonna be out a lot. That's right. <laughs> we don't know the answer on that one. All right, let me just get to this. We got uh I'm gonna take Xavier winning, um, Florida State, Missouri, I'm over Missouri, uh, South Dakota, Ohio State. You know, I grew up in Ann Arbor, but I, I'm, 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 I'm a real sports guy. I got to go with my basketball knowledge first. I got Ohio State winning that one. Uh, UNC Greensboro, Gonzaga. Uh, I got um, Gonzaga uh, winning that. Uh, San Diego State, Houston. Uh, this one, everybody loves Houston. I got San Diego State beating Houston. I just think Brian, you know, uh, you know, the coach here's a Dutcher, uh, knows so much about. Um, how to prepare for the stuff of being with Fisher all those years. Um, I think San Diego State gets back on the map with this one. Montana against uh, Michigan, I think, again, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think they're going to shoot. They're going to, their defense that they've dedicated to is going to uh, make up. I think Simpson is going to uh, make the difference in this game. Uh, they beat Montana. You got Providence and Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, you know, had a great early season. They had some – some people, some players who had to be suspended had all kinds of issues. I just think over time that wears you down. Uh, I think you know the Providence uh, will win it. I think the Providence coach who's split his pants. He is dedicated to the cause. He had the he had the towel on, and he's serious about this. So they get them um, on that. And then you got uh, 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 what I call the the eye care school, whatever, uh, in North Carolina, and uh, they put some glasses on them, and then they win. Uh, uh, North Carolina wins that one. 
So we got North Carolina and Providence. Um, I got uh, Carolina winning that. I think I got that. We got Michigan and San Diego State. It's kind of like the old Michigan assistant against Michigan. Um, you know, there's some themes going on here. Michigan wins that one. We got Gonzaga against Ohio State. This is where Ohio State, people are reminded of how good Ohio State is. They upset of Gonzaga. Ohio State goes on. We have Missouri against Xavier. This is going to be a tough one, but this is where Xavier goes down. I think, you know, having a potential number one draft pick um, who has gotten healthy coming in, you haven't had a chance to scout, have some time to work out. This is where, you know, you make your bones. And out of nowhere, Missouri upsets Xavier uh, and goes on. Uh, they play Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State will beat Missouri. Ohio State is there. We have Michigan against North Carolina, that old matchup. I think this is where Michigan ends just because one thing about Carolina is they own that glass, that defense, and uh, they got, you know, uh, and they got Barry. Barry is like, Barry's that new dude. He, he, he's getting teams to championships. This guy's got dog. He played hurt. Um, I think I think this is going to be a barn burner. I think this is one that everybody wish was a league eight game. Um, they're going to go at it. You know, you know it's going to go down the last couple of minutes because that's just kind of how the Carolina uh, Michigan goes. Uh, Carolina wins. I hate to say it. Uh, Carolina gets Ohio State, um, and then uh, Carolina beats Ohio State, and Carolina is in the Final Four. All right, let's take it to the East. All right, move it to the East, right at the top. Okay, and I and if you watched the games last night, that 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 Radford against the LIU Brooklyn game, very entertaining game. Yeah. But but for Radford, congratulations for getting in there, but it's over. Villanova takes them out real quick. Virginia Tech Alabama, this is going to be a fun game for the first round. But I believe. Uh, but but your boy kind of uh, got me looking at Virginia Tech, so I'm taking Virginia Tech in that game. Uh, West Virginia Murray State. Okay, I'm not going against Bob Huggins that early, but uh, so I'm taking uh, West Virginia in that one. Wichita State and Marshall. Um, I'm, and I'm holding serve pretty much here so far. Wichita State, I think, takes that one out. St. Bonaventure against Florida. Uh, very impressive last night. St. Bonaventure taking out UCLA. But again, coming back and having to play um, against a Florida team, who I believe will go inside something that uh, for some reason UCLA would not do last night. I think they take that. I think it ends real quick with the Bonnie's there. Texas Tech against CS, uh, Stephen F. Austin. I'm taking Tech in that one. Uh, Arkansas against Butler. Here's my first real upset that I'm pulling off uh, D. I'm taking Butler to upset Arkansas, and then Purdue. Okay. Against uh, Cal, Cal State Fullerton, I'm taking I'm taking Purdue in that one. Uh, moving on to the next round, Nova against Vitek. I think that's going to be a very good game. I think that's going to be a very good game. But still, again, I like the way Nova play in the paint. I'm taking Nova in that game. Uh, West Virginia against Wichita State, another tough game. But I'm taking West Virginia to advance in that one. Florida against Texas Tech. Uh, and, and and here is where I think Florida, you know, shows a little bit of prowess here. Again, a six seed against a three seed, and I'm taking Florida to advance. And then Butler against Purdue. And while they might be uh, somewhat cumbersome down in the middle, I just think Purdue is too big for Butler in the paint, and I think they, they advance there. And moving on to the next round. Again, West Virginia against 
uh, Villanova. And I, you know what? And as I start to look at this, man, I, I, I don't know if, West, if Villanova got a good draw or not. Because it looks to me like the teams that that they're playing are a little bit more athletic and a little bit more skilled than the ones that's playing in the bottom half of this bracket. But that being said, mm-hmm. I think that Villanova uh, survives West Virginia. I think West Virginia gives them fits in the first half. Uh, but I think Villanova survives and, and gets to that game, gets to the next game. And then you got Florida and Purdue, and this is where it ends, in my opinion, for Purdue. I think the athleticism of Florida is too much uh, for for the brutes that Purdue has, and I think that 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 ends the the run for uh, Purdue, where you have then you'll have a Villanova against Florida. Uh, I think it's going to be a very exciting game, but I'm taking Villanova to advance out of the East and get to the Final Four. All right, you, you own it. You own it. You own it. All right. <laughs> we got Radford against Villanova. Um, well, we didn't Villanova. Uh, Alabama against Virginia Tech. I love my boy Saxton. I love Avery. I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> that boy <laughs> is no – if you'll get a chance to see him and prepare for him, he got mad skills. They long, they athletic. We got West Virginia against Murray State. I think it's going to be a good game. I can see Murray State winning this one. You know, Huggins got a little bit more offense than he's had in the past. Um, I think West Virginia wins this game. You got Marshall, Wichita State. I got Wichita State. I think people have forgotten how good this team is. Wichita State wins. You got the Bonnies, like you said, they're in there. But that Florida point guard is incredible. I don't think people will know. But this is the stage where you learn about stars. And Florida uh, beats the Bonnies. You got uh, Stephen F. Austin uh, against Texas Tech. Texas Tech beats them. Butler, Arkansas, Butler wins. Purdue and Cal State Fullerton, Purdue wins. And I agree with you, upset. Butler beats Purdue. I think this is where, you know, yes, your advantage has got some bigs, but I think Butler will find a way to win this game and beat Purdue. Texas Tech against Florida. I think this is what people find out about Florida. Florida goes and beats Texas Tech. Yeah, Wichita State against West Virginia. I think this is what people remember. Wichita State got some funk in their game. And the Shockers shock West Virginia. But not really Shockers, they're higher seed. But I think people still think West Virginia should be Wichita State. And Wichita State says, my name is my name. They win. We got Villanova uh, against Alabama. And Villanova stops Sexton just because they know how to play. And they find a way to slow that young man down in his run. He heads to the lottery. Then we got, you know, Brunson and the guys go on to play Wichita State. That's going to be a hell of a game. Byron come down. Brunson makes a play at the end of the game. Villanova goes on. Ford against Butler. This is where people really understand the power of the point guard in Florida. And Florida overcomes Butler. Then we got the power of the point guard. Let's see who goes. Florida is going. They got the humming. But then the Nova says, Jay Wright says, I can't be on the can't trust the list anymore. I'm about to submit my place opposite, and he beats Florida and goes to the Final Four uh, to, to, to play, who we'll find out here in the Midwest. Your Midwest right. region. Okay. Here we go in the Midwest region. This, we should just call this the can't trusted region, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, in the can't trusted region. The first K-trusted team, we got Kansas against Pennsylvania. 
I, you know, no uh, 16 will ever be the one. It's not going to happen this year. Kansas advances. Uh, in, Seton Hall against NC State. You heard me say a lot about the Big East is back. They're back. I think Seton Hall, uh, go ahead and advance is there. Here's my first uh, upset in this region. Clemson against New Mexico State. I look for New Mexico State to pull off the upset, a 12 over a 5. Then we've got Auburn against the College of Charleston, and I'm taking Auburn to advance there. And TCU against the winner of the Arizona State-Syracuse uh, game. I think, again, whoever wins, congratulations, but I look for TCU to advance. And then Michigan State against Bucknell. They better not lose that game. I've got Michigan State taking that one. Then we go and move on. Rhode Island against Oklahoma. Now, see, there was a lot of there was a lot of talk uh, the about Oklahoma even getting into this tournament. You know, uh, I remember Charles Barkley said something against it, I believe. But uh, you're right about Rhode Island, okay? And I'm, I'm taking Rhode Island to go ahead and advance here. And then Duke against Iona. How does Iona get in the tournament every year? You know, they get in the tournament every year, and they're in and they're out. They seem like they're always playing Duke too. You know, but 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 and, and as always, Duke advances. We move on. So now, my, now, now, this is the region where it gets kind of funky, all right, for me. So you're going to probably laugh at me or say some things, but here's where my region kind of goes crazy. So I start off with Kansas against Seton Hall. I think that's going to be a good game. But I take Kansas to advance there, okay? Uh, New Mexico State against Auburn, and I think uh, the, uh, the, the higher seed holds serve, and I take Auburn. Now, I can't say that I trusted that this is the can't trusted uh, region unless I got a team that I can't trust, and it's the team that I have highlighted, and that would be Michigan State, <laughs> who I have going against TCU. All right, and here it comes. Yes, I am. I'm taking TCU in the upset here. I think that this team is underachieving. Probably gets gets some gets some hit. You know, now this could obviously go the other way, and they could make a run. But I'm, I've, I've, I've got to stick to my word here. I said I can't trust them. I look for the upset here in the second round against TCU. Then I got another crazy one, another crazy one. Rhode Island against Duke. Now, I've been kind of unimpressed with Duke this year. You know, I've, I've watched them play, and they, but, they, but they, they play a lot on that perimeter, as you stated. And so, I'm, you know, I, that's another thing. We could have said we don't trust them, but we can't really do that with Krzyzewski. He's been there too many times. But I'm I'm looking for the improbable for the second year in a row an improbable upset of the Dukies, and I'm looking for Rhode Island and 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 an elite matchup, sweet sixteen matchup should I say between two people two teams coming out of this region nobody thought about TCU Rhode Island, crazy I know mm. again Texas and Auburn so TCU Rhode Island and Rhode Island becomes the Cinderella story. Okay, of, of of this tournament, making it to the Elite Eight by beating TCU, and 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 then you got Auburn against Kansas, all right, and Kansas just because wins the game. Okay, so I got Kansas against Rhode Island in that, in that region, and you know the the slipper finally falls off of Cinderella's foot. Kansas, oddly enough, makes it to the Final Four. Wow, and, and, and all can't trust the reason you got to trust one of these teams or these teams that can do because they can cancel each other out because they're not in separate regions. So I guess you get it right. Uh, Penn right. against Kansas, I got Kansas winning that one. NC State against Seton Hall, I got Seton Hall winning that one. 
New Mexico State against Clemson. I got Clemson winning that one. College of Towson against Auburn. I got Auburn winning. I got the winner of Arizona State of Syracuse beating TCU. I wow. got Michigan State beating Bucknell. Um, I got Oklahoma against Rhode Island. I got I, all this. Anytime you come in complain about somebody not being it, that's when they prove you wrong. I got Trey Young going <laughs> off on Rhode Island for about 35 because we all said they should be there. Uh, I got Iowa against Duke, but I think this is where Oklahoma is because Duke is just going to play too smart. The one problem Duke has is that what I noticed, they don't have a two-point guard. And so they got two guards playing point, and I think they get in trouble. But in this game, they'll just have too much firepower. They'll beat Oklahoma. Michigan State against Arizona State or Syracuse, whoever wins it. Michigan State will advance because of that. I think they'll just be better than those teams. Um, then Auburn against Clemson. I think Auburn holds serve. Chuck goes crazy. Auburn moves on. Kansas against Seton Hall. This feels so old school. Wish P.J. Carlisle don't want to need him. Um, Kansas will then beat Seton Hall. You got Kansas against Auburn. You, got, you and I got that same matchup. Kansas wins. I guess I can't trust it, but I just feel like they're going to fall right into the Elite Eight. Um, and then Michigan State against that's an old school matchup. That just got to happen. It's going to happen. But Dickie Reed's going to be another for the Dickie. But he knows he loves Michigan State. And then Michigan State beats Duke. I just, they just out-tough him. Somehow Izzo gets his groove back. And then it's, it's, uh, it's Michigan State against Kansas. That's another old school Elite Eight matchup. And Michigan State wins, and they go on to the Final Four. So now we're at the Final Four. So give us your Final Four, then your final game, and then your champion. Okay, my Final Four. Virginia, Villanova, Michigan, Kansas. Clearly, I got to have Virginia against Michigan, and this is where it ends for Michigan. I cannot uh, say that they that, that their defense is going to play fabulous, but that but Virginia is going to score. Okay, then so I got Virginia advancing, and then I got Villanova against Kansas, and I'm not going against Villanova. And so my 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 national championship game is Virginia against Villanova. And I'm taking uh, Virginia to win it all. So my final four is uh, Virginia against North Carolina. We've got an ACC matchup there. Okay. Re- rebuttal. we got Villanova against Michigan State. These are all great coaches. Um, and you got great players. i got Michigan State uh, against Villanova. Brunson does it again. Great game. But Villanova advances. Jay Wright's hair looks good. And you got Virginia against North Carolina. They match up again, and somehow Roy Williams figures it out. Pinson has a really big game. They know Virginia, and North Carolina advances. We got Villanova against Carolina. Can it be another big shot again? Villanova wins it. Jay Wright's hair stays straight, and they win it all. We got it here. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. We made it through this marathon. We're gonna get yes, excited. we did. Listen to Hank and I. Are you ready, man? I'm ready, man. I am so ready. Y'all go to Real Sports Guys Facebook. Get in on that RSG challenge. We want to thank Orange Street uh, uh, Storehouse, Carbonville Health for sponsoring that. Uh, this is Real Sports Guys, one mic. Hey, it's always good in the hood. We love it. Until next time, hey, get out with the madness.